We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, when you're trying to be like flirty with a guy, that thought always comes back in my head. It's like, bitch, you shit your pants. How do you yeah. think you could be sexy? Like it all, it's like this like evil devil thought in my head. That's what comes up, you know? Yeah, guys, like, do you have lingerie? I'm like, no, I don't. Of course not. I shit my pants <laughs> as an adult. Does that sound like a responsible thing for me to own, sir? Let's right. be honest. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to Don't Tell Mom. I'm Hannah Dickinson. I'm in my apartment with Skylar Corby. What's up? Oh, man, it's almost like the early times. I mean, different different apartment, Different though. apartment, but same vibes. Same vibes. I found a cockroach, though. My first cockroach, because my last place, you know. I feel like you were so high up in that place. There was no coming. There yeah. was no cockroaches on the 12th floor. No. You just need to get raid. That's all. It was the first moment I was like, fuck, I need a boyfriend. I kill all of the roaches. Ryan mm. rarely sees them or catches them. So, <laughs> or he probably does. And he's just like, that's not my problem. Skylar will get it. So yeah, he's like, I just don't really feel like taking a shower right now. Yeah. You go first. You go. Oh, you no, you take longer. It's fine. <laughs> ah, interesting. Yeah. If I had a boyfriend who didn't kill cockroaches, I don't think he'd be my boyfriend. I'd be like, what use? What are yeah. you giving me here? See, the thing is, like reaction time is very important with cockroaches. I can see it and you don't really have time to get grossed out or like freak out. But I think my boyfriend like thinks too much about it. Like, oh, where is it? Where's the raid? What do I need to go do? And you can't be that person. So sometimes not the best. If you need the boyfriend to take care of it, you need a very action oriented person. Yeah, and I do tend to date little bitches, so. <laughs> but I don't know. My friend was like, the first cockroach is always the hardest. It is. In the words true. of Sheryl Crow, first cut is the deepest. Yep. That's exactly what she was thinking. Like, that was all a metaphor for finding your first cockroach. Yes, but then my dad was calling him La Cucaracha. Mm. What is that from? La Cucaracha. Is that the it's song? It's a song. And then calling him Cucarachas made it less scary. It's just the Cucaracha. There you go. Is that cultural appropriation? Probably. <laughs> But if it's helping you out, yeah, it's like, oh, a cucaracha instead of like, ah, cockroach. Yeah. You know, then it's just fun. You're like, oh, hey, exactly. Adios. But I wonder why when a ladybug lands on us, we're like, ooh, a ladybug. Fun, make a wish. <laughs> yeah. When it's a cockroach, we're like, motherfucker. Well, because also like a ladybug is the size of my pinky nail, maybe. And a cockroach is not. But I'm in that phase where once you find a cockroach, everything, you know. Everything is a cockroach. Like, yeah. Oh, I do. St- I do that all the time like my hair touches me or like I shed and I have like a full-on body convulsion 
everything is a bug. Yeah, I was at a party and they handed me a sticker pack to put on. They were it was a camp theme party, so they had stickers. And the guy handed me a sticker pack and it hit my leg. Oh, <gasps> what? And he was like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" I was like, "I found no." A, yeah, I was like, "I found a cockroach earlier in my apartment." Okay? Clearly not. It was like PTSD. He was like, "Oh, I'm I'm so sorry." <laughs> Did like, he the talk to you the rest is wrong? of the night? No, he left. He actually left the party. <laughs> he went home. He took all of his stickers with him. He's like, fuck this place. <laughs> well, I was, I met these two guys. They were like friends of friends. And uh, I was telling them that I was like, yeah, I was going to come out this party. But then I saw a cockroach in my apartment and I really need to find a bed to sleep in tonight. And the guys were like, are you? kidding and I was like I don't even know to be honest (laughs) not entirely we can laugh about it but my eyes are peeled this entire time who do you know here yeah who do you know has a bed preferably a king but I will I will take a queen if it's as long as it's propped up off the ground I'll really as long as it's an elevator building it's Gucci yeah exactly (laughs) do you have any friends you could text he's like no do you have any friends I could text just give me your phone my mom was like you know you're just gonna have to learn to live with cockroaches and I was like that's a fucking mean thing to say yeah it's like, you you don't think I'm moving up from here. Got it. Okay. Yeah, this is your life now, bitch. Yeah. You you live on an air mattress and you have cockroaches. <laughs> I was like, I thought I got sober for a reason. They're like, your life will get better. And I'm like, really? Because... Digressed a little bit. You're like, oh, what's happened here? What yeah. does progress mean to you guys? Because we define it differently. <laughs> my oven is a microwave. <laughs> is my life getting better? I don't know. I feel like smoking weed would just at least set the mood. You know what I mean? Like you'd be, you come in, smell weed and you're like, oh yeah, of course her mattress is yeah. on the floor. Of oh, course this is, this was a choice. This is a vibe. <laughs> yeah. There's popcorn everywhere. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do like living alone, but. If I wasn't living with my boyfriend, I would prefer to live alone. And I think it depends on your personality. You're either the person that really needs to live with people. They're like, no one's here. I think of that as like, thank fucking God. Like my pants are off immediately you can sit there and big like, i am gonna eat this whole bag of popcorn because who fucking knows like if a person eats a whole bag of popcorn in their empty apartment did they exactly what are my groceries are they all dips yes they are and guess am what? i dipping my fingers into the dips and eating them that way and that's dinner mm-hmm. and wiping them on my pants yeah. yes i am and no one knows no But I think that's the problem with not having a roommate because before you're a little more cautious. You're like, oh, I probably shouldn't be eating this hummus with my fingers because if my roommate and her boyfriend walk in, I'll be eating hummus with my fingers. But it's also your hummus. So yeah, it's just a little embarrassing. It is. But living alone would be my absolute thing if I didn't have Ryan. So yeah, I can masturbate at any point. Oh you're giving your boyfriend up for grabs <laughs> just for like a couple days I will say we have a string of like all the bachelorettes and bachelor parties and stuff are coming up soon and I've already told him my plan for when he's at a bachelor party Papa John's does not deliver to the West Village FYI so if anybody was wondering they don't I think you've mentioned that on this podcast I have I'm eight times. so bothered by it I have two stories and three interesting things about myself and Papa John's falls into both categories <laughs> But I've already told him, I'm like, I'm going to somehow order Papa John's. I will go and pick it up there and then Uber back to this apartment. I'm going to eat the entire thing by myself. Then I'm going to either watch Shark Tank, which I've seen a million times, Chopped, which I've seen a million times, or some music documentary on Netflix. And then my night's going to end at 1130. If he was ever worried about me cheating on him while he was away... He like, was like, I wish you would cheat on me. Please. You know, Skylar, it might be really hot if you would fucking cheat on me and not just sit and pass out on our couch with Papa John's sauce all over your face. Big, really? Did you see that Papa John's has... I actually did see a commercial that said the Paparita, which is now... It's like a pizza that's folded in half, like a quesadilla. 
Isn't that a calzone? <sighs> it is a calzone now that you say it out loud. They're culturally appropriating the calzone. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Papa John's. <laughs> Just so culturally insensitive. And I was like, oh, that's genius. And you're right. It's called a calzone. But it's a paparita and it looks delicious. So so aren't you disappointed that they don't fucking deliver to the West Village? You have I, to go all the way to the East Village to get even close. Okay, so I guess what I'm saying is I'm taking an Uber with you to Jersey City this weekend. Honestly, I will let you know when we're going. And Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. <laughs> Skylar and Hannah go to Papa John's. It's called Women in Comedy. <laughs> Welcome to 2021, everyone. We're bringing it back. Yeah, that's... Um, uh, that would be a, make an incredible movie, though. So maybe also while he's gone, while I'm doing all this, I will write that. And You'll write that. I think it could just be a, a short commercial for Papa John's. <laughs> all right, Hannah. Two I white women get crazy. everyone is so bothered by this simple, joyous plan of mine, whereas everyone's trying to derail it. Because Ryan's like, why don't you just get like a normal pizza from a good place? I'm like, fuck off. This is a normal pizza from a great place. That's like my love of Baja Fresh. A lot of yes. people love Chipotle. I'm a Baja Fresh kind of girl. I think the chicken's more fresh. Mm-hmm. I like the cheese that and the way it melts. I like how the tortillas, you get two and one. I just, I love Baja Fresh. I feel that. I think that's totally fine. But, you know. I actually didn't know Baja Fresh was even still open, so. Oh, it is. And I get it. I postmated it a lot in quarantine. There we go. <laughs> My mom was like, Ron, are you ordering food for the dog from Baja? <laughs> uh but I do. Yeah, I get what you mean with the pizza versus Papa John. It's like, yeah, I, I know. It's just a, it's a guilty pleasure, but I'm trying to bring it to the masses because I don't want to feel the guilt anymore. So it's bothering me to no end that I can't actually get it with ease. That's probably a good thing. It's, it is probably, it, a good thing. you know, it's like having restrictions on prescriptions. Right. Like this is my Robitussin. I can't just go into CVS and get it as if no. it's no problem. I need to show my ID. That would actually probably be a great idea for ba- or for Papa John. <laughs> you have to prove that you're that alone yeah. and you need Papa John's. You walked all the way here and you're going to walk all the way home with a medium pizza. They give you a coupon for better help. <laughs> yes. This is like a very subtle call, like cry for help. Well, especially because we live in New York. You know right. what I mean? Well, like- and that's the problem. That's why everyone has a problem that I love it as much as I do. Because it's New York and you have New York pizza and all these amazing other options. I'm like, I get it. But sometimes you just want to eat the shit that I'm sure. Like, have you seen the video? There's a viral video going around for like Little Caesars where they're stirring together the sauce. And it starts out as like this gray green dust goop thing. And then I guess they add water and it somehow turns red and into actual sauce. It's oh, hold on, I'll pull it up. It's become like a Is problem. it a commercial? No. Oh, it's like a TikTok? Unofficially. But is it like someone who worked there was like, this is how it's made? Yeah. Well, no one thinks Little Caesars is coming out of a palace, do they? You'd be surprised. Well, it's like you can get twelve Little Caesars pizzas for a dollar. What are we expecting here? Hot and ready. Brace yourself. This pizza actually looks pretty fucking good looking at their Instagram. Says the girl who loves Papa John's. Your, you your know opinion what? is officially... Maybe I'm easy to please. Yeah, that's why your boyfriend's so offended. He's like, your standards are wait. so low. Here it is. Okay, let's see it. See? Oh my God. Right? How to make Little Caesars makes their sauce. It only has 10,000 views. Well, I think this is like a reaction video or something. 
And they're literally using, are they using a drill? Looks like it, yeah. Like a homemade immersion blender. That's so disgusting. Somehow it turns red. It, it looks like dried cement that they're pouring into water. It looks like they're about to make bricks to build a house. Which I'm sure when you eat it, it's not totally off base. I mean, I'm sure that's what it does to your stomach. Yeah. Just fucking just pulverize. Rips it open. That's so disgusting. Businesses really got fucked by social media because that's a TikTok video of someone making the little Caesar sauce. Yeah. They had a secret sauce for years and now it's like, oh, it's cement paste. Yeah. It's like a few years ago, someone posted something about Arby's and just the fact that their meat isn't real meat or like with Subway recently when they couldn't find the tuna DNA in their tuna, which hurt me a little bit because I loved Subway in college because we could buy it with our meal card. And I think I went between like a turkey flatbread, a tuna sub, and a meatball sub multiple times a week. And you thought the meatball was real meat? I still think the meatball's real meat, and I'll probably go grab one after this just to spite you. But the tuna itself, I'm like, I know this isn't great, but I thought it was more just like, oh, this is probably like super fattening mayo or something, but whatever, I don't care. It never occurred to me that the tuna itself wasn't tuna. Yeah, but who's checking the tuna DNA? I don't know why it even came up, but like, yeah, somebody did it recently. They're like, we found zero traces of tuna DNA in Subway tuna. I'm like, what like tipped you off to need to do this research anyway yeah it smells fishy to me yeah (laughs) also it's like what scientist is wasting their time we need a herpes cure people literally what are we doing checking the dna of tuna let's get over herpes again if i'm at subway over any other legitimate sandwich place i clearly have some demons that i'm fighting already you don't need to add insult to injury and let me know that my fish is not real fish exactly i'm just going for the taste I'm paying $4 for this. Like, I know what I'm getting into. It's like no one who works there even knows they work there. No. <laughs> They're shocked when you walk in. Literally surprised. Yeah. Scared, actually. A little bit. They're like, <gasps> <laughs> you're here. We're being robbed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I used to get Subway after stand-up shows all the time. And every time the guy would be like, <gasps> I was like, are you open? And he's like, yeah, we're open 24 hours. And I'm like, why are you scared? Yeah. <laughs> And then, oh, yeah, no. and then they, it just takes them like an hour to get the gloves on. I'm like, let's hands up like a goalie, sir. Yeah, let's get please. ready for this. <laughs> well, it's like when I worked in a movie theater, the popcorn, they bring it in in trash bags. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. And then it's just super heated up. Yeah, exactly. And I was eating it as I quit my job. Of course. <laughs> I, I was loading it up in the bag, throwing the butter on. Yeah. And the back of a movie theater, the back of a concession stand, that fridge in the back is absolutely disgusting. All the food that's hot food like the pretzels the hot dogs the cookies whatever they're all just kind of open I once spilled pickle juice all over everything and then I just kind of just dabbed it off (laughs) yeah dabbed it off I was like I don't make enough money to really care about this shit yeah and if you're really expecting a gourmet cookie from this movie theater like you're your standards go get the skittles (laughs) I know my old roommate used to just go to the movies to get the nachos so she would literally buy a ticket to a movie go into the concessions this is she was also very wealthy but she would buy a ticket to a movie go to the concessions and get two nachos with the cheese and then go home she wouldn't watch (laughs) the movie she would just be like ah I just want movie nachos did she need to watch I guess because you have to the concessions stand is past the ticket booth okay yeah in a lot of places, in the place in L.A. it is. I feel like they're doing it wrong, though, because what if it was just another food place? That's a good point, Skylar. But they're probably thinking most people don't. I mean, normal people, yeah. But you know what? In L.A., they love to make everything harder yeah. than it has to be. I was going to say. It's very, you know, exclusive. So they're like, if you want these nachos. <laughs> you better buy this ticket. Which, yeah, I mean, business-wise, I get it. 
but now what does she love about them so much you know I think she's just has bipolar disorder to be honest <laughs> fair enough <laughs> I think she's she wasn't taking her medication I yeah. think that was the problem Maybe that's something to consider with this Papa John obsession. It's like, maybe we should tap into something. Yeah, are here. you pregnant? Maybe she was pregnant. <laughs> if, if you want to get rid of a baby quickly, eat movie theater nachos or Papa John's pizza. Yeah, I went to the Red Lobster in Times Square. Mm. And I was like, oh, this will be so much fun. Let's go to the Red Lobster in Times Square. Absolutely not. It was not fun at all. That sounds, yeah. I've been to Dave and Buster's in Times Square. Jesus. Yeah, it was on a date too. Obviously not to your current boyfriend. No, absolutely not. He said, do you want to go to Dave and Buster's? And you said... And I said, you know what? If we have to. <laughs> this could be so much worse. And I, at the time, was in such a mood of just like, I love a story and I think anything like that is hilarious. So it w I was almost too on board when it was like, do you want to go to Dave and Buster's in Times Square? I'm like, absolutely, I do. You're like, I need to meet this guy. <laughs> I have never wanted to do anything more in my entire life. Because right then, you're like, if this is an amazing date, this is just a fun meet cute. If it sucks, which it didn't go great, then it was just a great story. Like, I never think of dates as bad. It just automatically hits in my mind. I'm like, I can't fucking wait to tell somebody about this. Like, this is so great. Yeah. When you said I've been to David Buster's on a date, I was thinking, wow, I didn't know you've been abducted. <laughs> <laughs> I did make it out alive, but it was dicey there. What app bit. did you meet him on? Uh, I think that was a Bumble. Were you like, oh, maybe he has he knows a secret Dave and Buster's like maybe there's a speakeasy or maybe he knows this cool thing about Dave and Buster's that the commercials don't tell you? I don't think I gave him that much credit. I think I was just like, I've haven't been to Chuck E. Cheese ever or not in like my adult life. So this is the equivalent of that. And why the fuck not? Was he like, can I have your tickets? <laughs> I think he gave his tickets to a little kid, which at the time I'm like, that's really nice and sweet. Like it's when you're sitting there looking for things on the date where you're like, okay, this clearly isn't my ideal, but I'm not going to shit on the guy entirely. So he did something like that. I'm like, that was very sweet. Did he have school shooter vibes? Did he want to play the shooting game a lot? Like, why did he want to go to Dave and Buster's? I truly don't know. I think he was just like, it's a fun activity date. And at the time I was like, all right. It's but there are just so many things you can do so in New York. There's so many other things to yeah, do Yeah, especially York. in New York. Yeah, it's like you go to Chelsea Piers. Yes. He's like, no, I just haven't driven in a while. So I really want to sit behind a wheel of a car. I'm sure that was it. I didn't, didn't get far enough to ask any questions as to why. Was he wearing cargo shorts? Did he have the pants that zip off into shorts? <laughs> I... Truly Did he have transition glasses? <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining a guy with an ironic t-shirt with a polo underneath. God, thank God, no. I do have standards. <laughs> it's also interesting because Dave, Dave and Buster's is not cheap. No. So it's not like he's like, oh, he's a cheap ass. He's like... Just really... Well, I mean, clearly not financially savvy, necessarily. Yeah, he's just bad with money. Yeah, he's just really bad with money. <laughs> Where was he from? Kansas? I think it was from like Staten Island. <laughs> it all comes together when you really start to talk about it, which I'd prefer not to do. He's like, I got to show you this great local spot. <laughs> Have you ever heard of this? It's like it's like a New York tradition. And then we went to Sbarro afterwards. No way. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. I mean, I do love an Eminem world. Don't get me wrong. But right. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this great spot. Do you have cable? You might have heard of it. <laughs> I, you've never told me that you went on a date to Dave and Buster's. There's a reason for that. Yeah, Sometimes you just so. have to get to notice someone at a certain point in their life and you're like, okay, now you're ready for the real stuff. I'm trying to think of the weirdest date I've been on. See, and it's funny when people ask me about bad dates, that one doesn't even register as a bad date. Like I've had bad dates where again, they turned into just funny stuff. And I think I've talked about it here. Like the guy that showed up and was quizzing me on Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, which I don't like either. Fantasy honestly just isn't my thing. 
But he got like strangely offended by it because he's like, well, then what about Lord of the Rings? I'm like, why would I love Lord of the Rings but not Harry Potter? It's even worse. So then he was just basically, he's just like, I don't understand why you wouldn't like it. I'm like, okay, I... He was also the one that, like, I walked in, he shook my hand and was like, I'm going to pay for the first round of drinks and you're going to pay for the second round. I'm like, okay, well, already I'm not so sure about this. And then the Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings thing just kind of... Skylar, for a matchmaker, you don't have great, uh, you don't have great, uh, what's it called? This is right when I moved to New York. I'm like, I just want to meet people. It'll be fun. And again, like, as soon as these things happen in my head, I'm like, this is really funny. Like, I can't wait to tell someone I'm not seeing you again, but... Thank you for the experience and for this little story in my arsenal. Yeah, I'm kind of at that stage now that I'm dating again <clears throat> because I don't want a relationship. So I'm like, you know, I'm just going to go on dates, just meet people. But I met this one guy on Hinge. He was a little aggressive, but, you know, I've just been through a lot. So <laughs> Aggressive how? He had clearly Googled me and gone through my comedy. Hmm. Which, uh, it's better that they know, I guess, in my opinion. I'm like, it's worse when they find out later and go through my Twitter and they're like, this is too much for me. Yeah, but I feel like I would be a little creeped. Like, cause how does somebody drop that kind of information where you know, like, okay, you clearly have Well, he Because t- we were messaging back and forth and then I gave him my number and he texted me. He said, Hannah, did you really eat a sandwich under a seat of a plane? that wasn't yours and I was like who told you about this as a joke but he was like I just googled Hannah Dickinson comedian and I was that's good that that's on your first page of Google (laughs) yeah right comedian eats trash (laughs) from airplane that's what I'm known for being a raccoon actually what's my brand uh eating trash that's me um and I do mean that in the sexual sense as well but uh we were texting and then he was texting me like oh, I think I have a funny sketch idea, which already I was like, you're losing me, buddy. And then he texted me something else, and then I didn't respond to that text. And he uh, sent me another text, and I didn't respond to that. And then he sent me a voice note that was like, hey, baby, I'm talking to you, in like this weird voice. And I was like, no. And he was kind of cute, too, but I was just like. A lot. A lot. And I know that guy's going to get married before me. (laughs) <laughs> I know. I well, know he's going to find like the boring girl that his a lot is just like, oh, I love his personality. Like he wouldn't be able to have another one like him because that would be. A Are you calling me like him? No, that's what I mean. He, <laughs> he wouldn't couldn't be able date to- you. You guys couldn't date each other. There can be two annoying fucking. People. No, but I mean, like you're actually funny. He's like trying hard to be funny. So he needs a boring person that like thinks he's funny. Like. Two funny people in a relationship, obviously always one of them is funnier. And more often than not, when it's the girl, it's tough because the guy wants to be the funniest one in the room. And after a while, you're like, I really have some bad news. But the reason I don't laugh at that joke is not because I'm tired. Yeah. It's because it is tired. <laughs> and I need you to stop. Yeah. I'm not out of it. That joke. Is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's just not. Yeah. Maybe that's my problem. I'm just too fucking funny for you're this too world. Fucking funny. <laughs> these men can't hang (laughs) um yeah i also read i just read that adele uh she it was like adele is spotted with new boyfriend shopping at outlet mall and that was like the big headline is that adele is shopping at an outlet mall Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah i'm gonna be shopping at an outlet mall till i fucking die yeah i can't imagine a world where i'm just like give me the most expensive version of that no yeah it baffles me that people care care yeah yeah it's also fucking Adele the least problematic person in the world and I love her 
What's crazy to me, too, is that she's 33. She's yes. four years older than me. Yeah, I know. And her first album was 19. Did she come out at 19? How All of them she- were like 19, 21, and she's done them by age. That just shows you, yeah. you know, no matter how young you are, you can fall in love and they can fuck you, Steven. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's married. He's having children. I need to stop. Anyway, uh, I don't know. I just I just couldn't. It was like 33 year old Adele. I was like, she's 33. Yeah. Why is she such a wise old woman? I if if she were to basically walk up to me on the street and be like, I'm going to tell you everything about your life. I beg. Absolutely. She does kind of seem like a fortune teller. In a little a bit. She does kind of look like one. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine she writes all of her songs in a rocking chair. <laughs> yes. I, but I, I I think I like that. I like that she has rocking chair vibes. But I feel like if you were to go out with Adele, she would be pretty chill about the whole thing. But she would be the one that walks up nonchalantly to you at one point in the night. She's like, hey, I just got everyone tequila shots. Do you want one? You're like, all right. Well, it's like her and J-Law hung out. Yeah. And they're like the cool girls. Yeah. But I think Adele's cooler than her. Yeah. Like, well, she's British. She's British. So course, she has that's that. That's exactly why. She has bad teeth and a strong accent. Not so. anymore. Yeah, but, you know, she has that. She came from that. Yeah, exactly. Like, that was definitely, that was, J-Law was friends with Adele. I, I go back and forth with Jennifer Lawrence. Sometimes I think she's cool, and other times I think she's pushing it. I think a lot of the time she's pushing it. Yeah. There's no one that cool. No. There's a certain level of, like, girls being like, I think it's so funny that I eat a lot. I'm like, bitch, same. Like, have you heard my plans recently? But it's just not a personality type to like food or to be like oh I'm so quirky it's like all right yeah that is true there was like a mashup of her saying how much she she was just like I can't imagine not eating and then she lost all that weight and you're like uh mm." (laughs) really (laughs) looks like you figured it out you wanted french fries is that all you ate for three days because then like kudos to you it's like when they show Victoria's Secret models eating a burger like the day of the I'm like that's because she needed sustenance for the day, I promise you she didn't eat the whole thing. But I did. One time I sat next to Haley Bieber when, when she was Haley. What was her real name? Baldwin. When, yeah. When when Haley Bieber was Haley Baldwin, I sat next to her at a cafe, Jones on 3rd, mm-hmm. which is in Los Angeles. It was her and a bunch of other models. And they were talking about how one of their friends did not get the Victoria's Secret fashion show. Mm. And they were like, it just sucks for her because she was, you know, she starved like those two weeks before. That was literally the conversation they were having. Yeah. And they got up and left and I walked over to their table. They didn't eat anything. Yeah. They're, they're, I was like, this is, these are full plates. Yeah. They just picked up their fucking food. And they ordered the food because that's what you do at a restaurant. In but case like, they got seen by the pap. Yeah. I was like, can I eat this? I don't think it's been touched. <laughs> also, if it has, I want to eat it. Yeah. They might leave an essence in there. I don't know. Can I just use her fork? I won't take. I won't take any of her food. But can I just have her can fork? I just borrow this. Can I just suck on her straw? <laughs> Try to soak up that youth. Ah uh, yes. Um. Anyway, should we go to our guest? Yeah. Our guest today, very funny. So funny. Uh, we just started working together at Comedy Central, but she's you know you've seen her everywhere. She her Instagram is fucking popping. She has some of the best impressions I've ever seen. Andrea Lopez. Let's do it. You look very tan. You do. Oh, yes. I uh, I uh, was at the beach for a little bit, sat out uh, a little bit too long. And my mom doesn't believe in um, sunscreen, really. So she, like, encourages me to use oil, which is terrible. <laughs> That's, um, she's that, like, got to be the last mom on earth to still be pushing that. That's, in- like, good for her. She should not be, but she she's, like, a little bit Dominican, but mostly white. So she burns, but she thinks it's, like, good. Yeah. She's got her own beliefs. Does she also give you diet pills? She's like, have you heard of Fen Fen? <laughs> <laughs> her, 
her, her diet is not eating all day and surviving off water and coffee. And then at nighttime you eat a meal at 5 PM, like whatever you want. But she like swears by that. I'm like, okay. You know, what's funny. My dad is on that diet. Weirdly too. <laughs> he does the yeah. coffee. It's called something coffee. It's like a specific. It's a thing thing. Yeah. Well, I don't know if your mom does this, but my dad puts like <laughs> butter in his coffee. And it's what? Yeah. And apparently you put butter and cream and this weird shit in your coffee. And apparently it flushes you out and you're not hungry until dinner time. Oh. And where's by it. But I'm like, yeah, that's an eating disorder. Yeah. And I wouldn't just, what is that? What is that one where they, um, they fast for like, they only eat, they don't, don't eat for 12 hours and they eat. Oh, intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting. Yes. That's kind of what it is, but like, you're not eating till five. I, I, I just become a bitch. Like oh, I get same. Hangry. There's no way that would work. Maybe that's why moms come across so bitchy all the time. They're just hungry. They're, <laughs> They're not- just fucking hungry and deprived of everything. Yes. Yes. I mean, but then your mom must look great if she's only using oil and only eating one meal a day. Your mom must be the hottest mom in the world. Yes. Yeah. She used to be like, it was a super, she had a really active job. And so now that she's mostly retired, she's like kind of not as, as more like active as she used to be. So she's noticing like a couple ripples on her body and she's like, oh, what is this? Is this like, that's getting older mom. And that's normal. That's life. That's life. Yeah. My dad told me I was cursed with the Dickinson gut, which comes from his side. <laughs> and my mom has always been naturally skinny. So it's very frustrating yeah. to have a very skinny mom. And she's like, well, just don't really eat that much. Oh. I was like, that's not how this works. If we all had access to Adderall, maybe. But, you know, it's not college anymore. I can't get it at the street corner. Yeah. But here's the thing. I gained 20 pounds on Adderall because you I just. Did. You yes, did. Wow. I ate a lot faster. Like I was just like constantly, like my mind was racing. So I was just like, (laughs) yeah. Eating was like a task you had to finish. So let's just like shove it in our mouth. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Like a bag of Doritos was my project and I fucking aced it. (laughs) Oh my God. How many times I've made Spotify playlists only on Adderall though. I'm like, yes, this fucking slaps. And it's like all of each. You wake up out of it. You're like, this is the worst playlist ever. <laughs> yeah. I feel like my Adderall addiction, I was constantly making lists of things I had to do and never completed <laughs> one of the things on the list. And my spending was also out of control on Adderall. Oh, uh, spending. I did a lot of online shopping. Yeah. Cause you get a high from that too. Oh yeah. yeah. And then you spend $200 in the masturbate. It was just a, anyway. <laughs> Happy Saturday. You're like, why do I even need dick? I don't. You got this great dress that I'll wear once. <laughs> exactly. Uh, wait, how old are you again? If you don't mind me asking. I'm 26. I'm almost 27. Well, are you, um, you're very good at impressions, obviously. That's obviously. like my only shtick. Like I barely, that's like how I'm able to even consider myself a comedian because I've gotten jobs from impressions. And then how did you like my, so my brother went to a professional hot dog eating contest on the 4th of July. And we were talking about how someone becomes a professional eater. (laughs) Yeah. How do you do that? Are you just like eating really fast? And your mom's like, you know what? (laughs) Mm, You would be great. That's so true because I I mean the Nathan's right. So Nathan's hot dog competition. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where do you realize you're, you just love eating. You got to have a great metabolism. I feel like. Yeah, you got, I think the first part is like, yeah, you got to love it and whatever, like you have to love hot dogs. And at this point, I don't even know if like, what's his name? Joey Chestnut even likes them anymore. (laughs) There's no way that guy just is recreationally eating them throughout the rest of the summer. I feel like he's like, I'm good. Like, do you think he practices though? There was a true life on MTV about this years ago. (laughs) And I think some of them, it's like, 
you either practice and you're just like, I'm going to try to be good at this. Some of them, it's a weird natural born thing. Like Kobayashi, the guy that used to win before Joey Chestnut, his stomach itself sits higher up in his body. So when he eats more, it stretches down and there's more room for it to stretch down. Cause that guy's tiny. Like he's an itty bitty man, but the way his organs are organized, (laughs) he has extra room. So when he eats, it can grow and he can fit a lot more food in his body. It's crazy. And that's just one of those things where you're like, I don't know how you find that out either. Yeah. You go to the doctor. You're like, how am I doing this? Yeah, basically. (laughs) Well, because you probably have to go to many doctor doctor's appointments if you're being a professional eater. Yeah. Right. I mean, you're monitoring your cholesterol and shit like that constantly because one false move, one more hot dog could really just kind of do it for you. Yeah. You probably have like morning vitals. Like I had them rehab. They have that every day. (laughs) Yes. But I guess not to compare impressionists to professional eaters, but in that sense, are you naturally good at it or do you have to practice it? Yes. For specifically Courtney, I've been doing her for nine years and it wasn't as good. Like I watched my old videos that I used to do uh, and it was terrible. Um, So you just, you're always working at it, but I just really love to do accents. It started out as just doing accents in school and I would always mimic my teachers and, uh, I went to a Catholic school. So we had a lot of nuns and they were all characters. So I just loved like impersonating the nuns. And then my friends were like, why don't you like make videos? So we started making videos after school and uh, I was just like a a pastime. And um, it's just something that I've loved doing forever. So yeah, I think I just like loved it more than I was good at it. And then I've just worked at it with different people. And I picked up Courtney and then I started doing Jennifer Coolidge and then, you know, your roster starts to build, but I'm definitely, I mean, I look at other impressionists all the time and I'm like, God, they've got like 20 people that they do really, really well. And I've probably got like a set six and I need to work at like, you know, building it up more, but it's definitely all practice for sure. I mean, it's not like you just pick up somebody's, you know, you can get their like little idiosyncrasies like Courtney with her R's and her S's, but you just have to like keep working at them. That must be so painful to try to be so good at Kourtney Kardashian. You're like, fuck, I have to watch her for hours. You are more interested, obviously, but you are more interested as her than she is as of herself. As being alive. So yeah. I imagine watching hours of Kourtney, I'd be like, oh my fucking God. Yeah, just watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I watch like YouTube uh, pages about her. I watch her Instagram and you just pick up things she says all the time. Like now she's always talking about Poosh and Matcha and Travis and like there's your set three things you just say over and over and over and you're just like I'm so done I just I'm like over this you're rude like that's literally all you have to say right pick somebody that's easy it's Courtney because she has like a set five word vocab and you're good (laughs) so as Courtney I need to know why do you feel the need to do so much PDA like what are you trying to prove by sticking your tongue down Travis's throat publicly I mean, I'm just living my life and the cameras just happen to be there. I mean, was, was I doing it just so Scott would see, like, I don't know. I'm not saying that it is, but I just really like the shape of Travis's tongue and like how it feels on mine. (laughs) And it was just like little snake kisses. We were just like loving each other. And the fangs. Why do you have the fangs? (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm just like, I guess I'm kind of just morphing my look and I'm just like more rocker chic and I just love the way the fangs like are diamond encrusted and they just make me feel badass. 
And Travis loves it when I go down on him and I have the things in. (laughs) Sometimes the story is just, I start going down a rabbit hole and I'm like, all right, let's bring it back up. Okay. (laughs) Where am I? (laughs) It's so good. It's It's so good. I just should tell people, I should just do no video for this podcast and just say that I had Courtney Kardashian. Has she ever reached out to you or seen your video? Uh, Chloe has commented on a parody video that I did about a year ago. And then, uh, I have inside sources that they have seen the videos, but this story sounds ridiculous. Okay. So I know a woman who lives in LA and she goes to the same dog park as their friend, Jenna Atkin, the one that does the hair. And, uh, they were looking at my videos together and my friend, the one I know was like, oh my God. So she has Courtney seen the videos? And then the dog owner, Jen was like, yeah, they, they, they like think they're very funny. That was all. That's the only info I've got though. It's <laughs> hey, all you need. Do you feel pressure to not be mean because you're like, well, I don't want them to see it and then ruin me. Like be taken out like the Clintons did to Jeffrey <laughs> Epstein. You know what I mean? Um, definitely. And I'm also not one of those people. I don't like to talk bad about people, but I think doing impressions, you obviously want to make a joke while you're doing the voice. So Uh, I definitely want to make it a little bit funny, but what's great about them is they really do laugh at themselves and they know it's funny. There's so much to go off of them. That's why half of the show is like Scott doing pranks on Chris, you know, like they're able to like have fun with it. So, um, but I definitely, yeah, I would never call out any of them and say like, you know, blast their names and call them like a bad word or anything like, yeah, I'm careful about that. But if there's already like sibling rivalry, I'll have Courtney say that Kim is a bitch, you know, cause as Courtney, cause I feel like in, in that moment when they were fighting, they would have called each other a bitch. So, you know, I use words that I think they would use. Yeah. Exactly. If they've done it already, I feel like it's free game. That's true. Exactly. And who's the hardest impression that you do? What's the hardest impression that you do? Uh, my agents are always saying I need to master AOC, uh, which is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez cause I'm Mexican. And so they're like, well, if you ever want to, you know, get big, with like SNL or anything, you're going to have to like go into politics. And I'm like, all right, I I enjoy pop culture. So like the reality stars are funny for me to do, but um, AOC is pretty hard because she doesn't have, you know, it's not like a super like sharp thing about her that I could really take on. It's more of just like a very female, you know, she she doesn't have an accent or anything. So her, and then I've also struggled with Cardi B. With AOC too, because I remember trying to submit for a political show and it was just writing though. And I just was trying, I had to do so you have to do a lot of research. Yeah. Oh my God. And then when they want to want you to write like a, 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 like a whole monologue of what AOC would say, I'm like, um, okay. Yeah. Let me go back to like history. One Oh one. What am I like? You actually go to law school to be an actor. (laughs) They're like, write it as like a conservative liberal on the leftist side, but you're a little bit with the GOP and you're like, G-O-P. <laughs> like I'm that's why I went into comedy because I don't do history. Like, go right. listen to NPR. You're like, I literally do not want to. Why do you think I'm doing this in the first place? Like, like send me the script. I'll read yeah. it. But that's it. <laughs> so can you do AOC? I I submitted for her, and it's usually like a lot of um when she talks about social media, she's always going live. So she'll be, you know, yelling to her white boyfriend, like <laughs> Not now. I'm live right now. I'm talking about a community garden. I'm implementing the Green New Deal. I don't want to talk about your problems. It's pretty much all it. It's like a little bit high pitched, but like, and then she is very punchy on her words. Like, I don't want to, and then 
Yeah. But that's one I still need to work on. Like I've only started her like a year ago. So I got a long ways to go with her. I know. Mm-hmm. I, when I first got into comics, someone was like, yeah, you have to be able to do impressions. And it's just, that's such not a- true. I don't think. You know, if it is true, I'm fucked because it's not going to (laughs) happen. It is such a skill that is, and and you're funny naturally. So for you saying I'm only in comedy for impressions, I don't believe that you are very funny, but I think impressions (laughs) is is a subgenre of comedy because it's like such a talent or such a skill. And also no one wants to see the person that was just like told to do it, do it kind of shittily it's often at like parties when someone's like wait wait I I know how to do Chloe do you want to do do you want to do this together and I'm always I'm always down to do collabs but it's so funny in this age of like zoom everyone's like want to do collab like what should we do and it's like uh you know what's the right way to go about saying that you know it's like that's great you're bad at this (laughs) (laughs) you're bad It was like when I asked my mom to listen to me sing in the seventh grade because I thought I was a really good singer and she was like, not going to happen. I think that's like the best way to parent is just kind of be honest with your kids. Like, listen, buddy, you're not Einstein. So, you know, maybe, (laughs) I don't know, go into hospitality. I don't, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Which is also a good profession. Okay. I'm not hating on anyone. It's actually not a good profession currently because of COVID, but it is a great profession. That got hit hard. It did. It did. But I, uh, with doing someone like Cardi B, do you worry about because you're not black? Yeah, a little bit. And now some, a lot of times, like they tell me to skew very Hispanic or just white. Cause I am half white, half Mexican. So like, I can get away with that. Now it's so PC. You got to be very careful. Um, but Cardi B does have a little bit Dominican, if I'm not mistaken. So I feel okay doing her. And there's also this other amazing impressionist. Um, she is so good at, Cardi. And so that's another reason why I don't want to do her because there's sometimes there's people that just kill it and they're so good and, uh, they are known for their Cardi. So, um, if I ever put one out, it's gotta, it's gotta be at least rivaling her, you know, at least somewhere as close to her level. I wouldn't want to just put it out and be like, yeah, that's my Cardi. And it kind of sucks, but it's hard now, you know, like Indian, such an incredible accent. Can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, as a, like, just a very white person, I would be, <laughs> I'm like, I can do Paris Hilton, and, you know, maybe, but I just would be, that would be scared, you know, but it's. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, putting it out there, um, which sucks. Cause like an impression is just you bringing to light that, that culture or that character. So you're only highlighting them. You know what I mean? I've always thought that it was kind of like an honor to be doing the voice. Cause you're like, I love it that much that I want to be doing it, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's seen, as, it's seen as the opposite. So it kind of sucks. Again, I'm such a white person. I really don't really have any. <laughs> no leg to stand on over <laughs> yeah, here. No, no one's asking for my opinion. Um, but then, so you live in D.C. Yes, I, uh, I live in D.C., born and raised here and uh, live in a very old house. It's been our family for like six generations. It's, it's so old that my ceiling came in at the beginning of the pandemic. And I was like, wow. mom and dad, I think it's time to sell the house. Okay. The, the- <laughs> It's caving in on us. That's how old the brick is. But uh, yeah. And then I lived in New York for a split second before the pandemic. And then now I'm supposed to move to LA in August. But are you still going to do that? We'll see if it happens. I keep putting it off more and more, but uh, I put a down payment for a place. So I guess I should go. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, at this point you have to, and are you still with your boyfriend? Yes, we we have we've had a rocky couple last months just because of like the distance, like uh, anticipating it. And um, he he's also in National Guard, so he's away a lot. Um, But he has a dog that I love. So we kind of co-parent together and uh, it's going to be hard to ever say goodbye to the dog and him. But the dog. 
<laughs> two of my friends are need to break up with their boyfriends. Not that saying you need to. Right. No, no, no. Yeah. They definitely need to and they want to, but because of the fucking dog. What, they is, what is it? What is it? I know. I know. It's like this attachment. And even though he specifically said when he bought the dog because he paid for it, I just pay for like food. I watch the dog all the time. It still feels like I have ownership over it. And it's not even that. It's like the shared experience we have as like dog mom, dog dad, and dog is great. But then there's the fights that don't include the dog, which is the reason why we probably should break up like distance. But yeah, the dog, the dog really keeps me around, you know? That dog's trying to die. I got to say it. <laughs> You know, no one wants their the dog only to way. die except me. Yeah. To a couple of my friends, I'm like, God, is that how old is that dog? They're like, he's only five. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> you got so much long ways to go. So with your friends, what's uh, what's the reasoning that they want to break up and should break up? One of my friends, it's just they've been in a relationship for a very long time and they just yeah. know they're not going to get married. And yes. then another one of my friends is in a relationship that he is the worst he's just very gaslighty he's very mean oh, that's to me that's the relationship where at least it's easy to walk away you know my thing know, is though, like because she has a hard time oh that's but from the outside in we're looking at it like girl get out of there what right what are you doing right yeah but I think when you're it's like Stockholm syndrome yeah. almost when it's oh, so long no. gaslighting the shit out of you you're like yes Maybe it's me. Maybe I have the pro, you know, but I get what you're saying. It's harder when you're so comfortable and you've been with someone. There's nothing wrong necessarily. There's nothing wrong. You really do have a good time together, but then there'll be like those, like, like little inklings, like, okay, but long-term, are we going to be able to do this? And like, you know, I've been with my boyfriend for like, uh, almost four and a half years. So, but you start to think like, okay, he's got to be on the East coast for work. And I, I think I should be moving to LA for work. And, you know, it's like long-term, are we going to do this again? Like we've already done distance before. So it becomes that, that thing of like long-term, which sounds, feels so old for me to think about. I'm like, but long-term, are we gonna like work this out? Like is marriage in the cards? Like I'm only 26 thinking about marriage. Like that's scary, you know, but it's also, if you're moving, but if I'm moving, yeah, I do need to start thinking about it because distance sucks. I think, I think people have survived it, but I'm not really that great at it. I've, I've done it, but it's, I'm not very, I like to touch the person. I want to talk. I want to hang out. I want to do fun things together. And when I have to look forward to the next like three months, like in three months, we're spending a weekend together. That's hard. You know, I I wouldn't even date someone who lives in Brooklyn (laughs) so I can't imagine. I'm like, I'm not getting on a train to date someone. It's not happening. And do you guys feel like in comedy, it is so easy to meet people because you're out all the time, but not saying like you need to date a comedian because we all know like that can be super difficult, but you're just out. People come up to you. You want to talk to them. They're interested in your craft and you're like, wow, like my boyfriend hasn't shown this type of interest in me in like two years. Like he used to think my job was cool, but now he's like, oh yeah, she does voices. Sick. You know? Uh, you know, as a female comedian, (laughs) I don't really get that. No, I haven't. (laughs) I know the men have it way easier than us. That, that is true. That is true. Right. I don't want to date around, but if you have an inkling Mm -hmm. to date around, you probably should be single. Yeah. Not to tell you to break up with your boyfriend, but you know, well, am I, am I discovering something on this podcast? (laughs) This podcast is called dump your boyfriend where I convince everyone love podcast. (laughs) We moonlight with the jokes. But at, the, at its core. Yeah, we're telling you to get rid of the guy. Get rid of him. We're like digging really deep. I actually have never talked this much about my relationship on any single podcast I've ever done. Literally. 
So I'm going to be getting a text. Can you delete that? (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe this is a good way to break up with him. Just do it on this podcast and then tell him to listen to it. Just send it to him in a text and then block his number and then you're good. It's not because I don't love you. It's truly because of the distance and it's going to be hard. And if we're meant to be together, we'll be together later on. Okay. That's my, that's what Hannah said. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny. I read, I, you know, my college boyfriend, I always felt like that. I was like, we're going different places, but now he's dating someone else totally over me. I ran into his roommate from college two days ago. And I was like, should I not have dumped my boyfriend? Is this (laughs) a sign that I shouldn't have dumped my boyfriend eight years ago? But it's, but it, it, I, I get what you're saying where it's hard when yeah. there's nothing wrong to break up yeah. because right. there was nothing wrong with my ex-boyfriend. And I always think like, right. was it me? Cause I broke up with him. I was like, was it me? Wow. Right. I think I could do better. And I really can't. <laughs> he was actually pretty good compared to some of the other weirdos I've been out with. So. And that's the scary part is like, yeah, the grass is always greener, but what, what about when I get to the greener pasture and then I look back and I'm like, it was so much better. It's you really have to make a lot of decisions as women. I think it's, it's tough. I don't even know where I'm going tomorrow, let alone two years. It's, it's so hard to make decisions in relationships. I don't even know that. Do you guys ever look at signs? You're like, okay, if you believe in a higher being, you're like, give me a sign. Just like you seeing your ex-boyfriend's roommate. You're like, is this the sign? Like all the time, everything's a sign. Right. And I, I'm like, okay, I don't know. Like if a cloud covers the sun in like three minutes, I'll be like, this is a sign that I need to like my life is being clouded by him and I need to break up. Like I'll use the simplest stupid shit. Exactly. I I used to do heads or tails and I'd be like, okay, (laughs) if it's tails, I'm going to do this. If it's heads, I'll do this. And then I'll be tails. And then I'll just like keep flipping until I get heads. (laughs) Which, which leads you to what you really want though. At the end, you're like, okay, if if I'm mad that I'm getting heads and I clearly want tails. Yeah. You know, I think women have better intuition than men, but it's hard to follow it yeah. just because my therapist yes. said the other day she said women you know even our parents a lot of women didn't work or make their own decisions and followed men I think we're in a position where a lot more women are single we're choosing our choosing what we want to do we have more we make yeah. more money we make our own decisions but it's hard to even do that because we're, we don't have female Definitely. role models like my mom followed my dad to England you know when she wow. was 27, she quit her job and just moved with my dad to England and didn't work for two years. How did she know that that was right? She just felt it. I think she just didn't want to work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think she felt like she didn't want to go into an office. I think that's what her heart told her. <laughs> like pencil skirts and high heels. Not for me. I want to go I abroad. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my gut tells me I'd rather uh, go to a place to where I legally cannot get a job. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It's hard. I don't have anyone inviting me to Europe. You know, it's like, that's, it's really what it is. Wait for that sign. This is the sign. Oh my God. Yeah. How do we know? How do you know? (laughs) And I always like think I'm really solving my problem. And then I'm just left with like, so yeah, what did I decide again? How do, how do we know? Yeah. I'm I'm left with another question every time I try to make a decision. And then I watch like shows on TV and I'm like, God, that woman just like made the fucking decision. She was over him. Yeah, but, but she didn't even fucking- make that decision. The writer did. <laughs> the writer, like, but the- it's fiction. Okay. Right. Right. You know, look at Carrie Bradshaw. She held out for Mr. Big. She right. died in. And now the season's coming back and Mr. Big is not even there. So decisions are nothing's permanent. Nothing's for that's really what we need to, to remember is, is men always come back truly. Mm-hmm. Do they? Not in my experience. <laughs> no, sometimes you have to wait like a decade, but they come back. <laughs> Is he your first relationship? Long, long term. Yeah. I've had a couple others that were more like 
you know, eight months, a year, but he's been the longest <clears throat> for sure. I thought you guys lived together. We, we don't, he, when he first moved to the DC area, for, cause we met upstate, uh, he lived in my parents. We had like an apart, an extra apartment that he stayed in while he like got an apartment, you know, like found a job. So we kind of lived together, but we never like, he lived in another separate area, you know? But you live with your parents right now? And now I live with my parents. Yeah. Just because DC rent is actually, it's just like New York. It's insane. So yeah. I live here and then he lives in Virginia. Nice. And is it weird when your boyfriend comes and stays at you with your parents? We, yeah, I always go to his apartment. It's, he comes over for dinner, but he never, yeah, he doesn't stay in my parents' house. Cause my, my parents love to just like be in my life and rightfully so. Like I live in their house, but like my mom will come in the morning after her shower and she's like, Andrea, I had a couple thoughts, um, in my shower. I've been thinking, um, so, you know, and she'll just like go into like a random spurt of like stream of consciousness where she's just telling me all her thoughts that she had in, her, in the shower. Yeah. But then are your parents strict? Would they let him sleep in your bed? They would, but I don't think my mom, she would kind of be weirded out. She's like, why can't you just go stay at his apartment? So I don't have to like see any of this going on. I grew up in a very religious, like Catholic upbringing. So my parents, they're strict. Yeah, that makes sense. But I also, with your mom and the tanning oil and the diet, <laughs> I expected her to be like, do you need condoms? <laughs> she's gotten like, she's strict on some things and then not on others. It's very. What is she strict on? She's strict on like not living with somebody before marriage or like really like loving some, knowing that they're going to be your husband, then like living together. Um, so she strict. thinks you should get married before you live with them? Ideally, or at least be engaged, like, or at least like really know that that's the person and he's planning, he has the ring in his back pocket and he's like ready to propose. She thinks that that's correct. Even though her herself, she actually got pregnant out of like, had my brother out of wedlock. So she's like, I did it the wrong way and you've got to fix the mistake. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Sure. I get it on a religious standpoint, but it is crazy to me. Cause I'm like, what if you move in with them? And then yeah. they have some gnarly fucking like weird habits. ass habits. And they're like, Oh God. I mean, I was thinking, I, so I just moved into my new apartment and I have a lot of windows uh -huh. and I was thinking about how I could have a, like I was seeing that show you where mm -hmm. she had the stalker oh. and the guy was looking in her windows. But whenever there's a stalker looking at a female's windows, it's always something hot. Like she's always doing something hot, like <laughs> taking off her, off her shirt. Her yeah. yeah. Or like stretching naked or just doing yoga by the window in her underwear. <laughs> The other day I ran out of toilet paper. So I had to awkwardly run with my pants on my ankles to the closet to get the toilet. <laughs> and I was like leaning over and like trying not to drip, you know, but it was like, I needed the toilet. Yeah. I was like doing the running, like, the awkward open legs. And I'm yeah. like, I'm a stalker right now. Uh, boy. <laughs> he would be out. Fucking he would be out. Five minutes of looking at me. He'd be like, I'm over this chick. This girl's disgusting. Oh my God. How many times I've had to do the waddle. Oh my God. Even if it's just like a tampon's not in reach, like not exactly. only toilet paper, but like there's a lot of stuff not in our reach. Oh my God. Yeah. Why is it? Again, it's fucking not real TV, which makes unrealistic expectations. We always have to look hot. Exactly. Yes. So that's why I think you have to live with someone, you know, like if a guy can't handle my waddle, it's, just, it's not going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> that's the fact. If you can't handle me at my waddle, then you don't deserve me. At my underwear my yoga. <laughs> yeah. like, like I've ever done yoga, let alone in underwear. <laughs> oh my God. That's so true. It's so true. I think that too. Like I, 
or just like how messy they are. Like, do they leave like bowls of cereal that for like three weeks by their bedside table, things like that, that you would never know unless you like, were with somebody all the time living with them. I can attest to this. I, my boyfriend and I have been together for a while and we moved yes. in with each other last year. And my biggest thing that I've noticed, I'm like, you don't know how to wash dishes, but it's also one of those things. You don't want to be the nagging person. That's like, Hey, so why don't we have a tutorial on what it actually means yeah. to be a fork? Cause there've been plenty, like to yes. the point that if I, number one, I, w- this is on me also, but I wake <laughs> up in the morning and the dishes that he's washed as a very nice human being, just to like get them clean. Right. I have to look at all of them. I'm like, why is this? How is this greasy? This wasn't greasy when we even used it. How did Uh you wash it and get it greasy? So I, first thing I do when I wake (laughs) up in the morning is like rewash a quarter of of the dishes that he's already washed because I like hold up a fork. I'm like, there's food in that. How is there food in it when you washed it already? And I'm like getting to my breaking point where I'm about to just like walk into the room one day, be like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) Something that if I didn't know, because I mean, it's all like, Uh, some of all the parts. So I'm like, otherwise he's great. It's fine. But it would be something if Mm -hmm. I didn't know. And if there were a lot of things wrong and we were married already a big, good God, (laughs) like, like, how do we fix it? What did I just do? Yeah. Yeah. But also that just shows how much you like him because if you didn't like him that much and you lived with him, you'd be like, I can't fucking deal with your fucking. I mean, it depends on the day. (laughs) There are some days when I like looking at the fork, like, I just, I don't even know. I don't know. (laughs) Today might be the day. day. (laughs) I just don't know if it's worth it. I will Ugh. say though, now that I don't have a dishwasher, I'm treating actual <laughs> dishes like wedding china. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, someone reach for a glass. And I'm like, oh, don't use that. <laughs> Take the solo cup. Yeah. I have solo cups and plastic cutlery. And that is what you're fucking doing. It's a frat party with no alcohol in this apartment. It's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I, I'm totally all for plastic, all cutlery, everything. I don't want to wash a single dish. Yeah. But my friend dated a guy and she went to his apartment for the first time and she saw, and we were 25 at the time. And she saw that he only had plastic forks and knives mm. and solo cups. And she was like, I just don't think I can date a guy who doesn't have real cutlery. And I was like, yeah, definitely not. And now I'm 29 <laughs> and I don't have a dishwasher. And I'm like, this guy was onto something. <laughs> Honestly, maybe a genius. Yeah, exactly. Then do you have any weird habits of your own? Weird habits? Um, Not really. I'm pretty... I'm pretty normal. I do use the bathroom. Like I have the bladder, the size of a mouse bladder. Like I have to pee all the time. Sometimes I have to like, I do a pee dance a lot. Like I like shake my body a lot. So if like, I'm just like convulsing on the couch, it's cause I have to pee and I have to like do it at the right time. Like if I get up, like a pee pee stream could just like fall. So I have to wait until like, it's like taking a break and it's like at the right moment. I'm like, okay, I'm good. Okay. And then I run to the bathroom. Yeah. Well, sometimes when I jump rope, I pee a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. Is that normal? Yeah. <laughs> That's normal. <laughs> so I know what you mean about like, you got to time it right. Because if right, I right, know I have to pee and then I start jump roping and I'm like, <laughs> I'm fully peeing. I am, and, and I can't even like lift it. I have to do some like Kegel exercises or something. That's what the doctor tells me. She's like, just keep on doing Kegels. I'm like, okay. That's scary. Yeah. I need to do Kegels too, but I, you know, it's like, we haven't even had kids yet. So what's going to, what? Thank you. I should know that then he's gonna be like, yeah, she pees her pants and she doesn't (laughs) even have children yet. So just like literally wait till we have one kid. I'm going to need to wear a diaper. Like I actually, there are, there is a a surgery for that, which I think I might have to do. It like tightens your bladder wall. Um, so anyway, that is a weird habit. Um, 
I have a really strong stomach. So I like to eat like a lot of different things. Like I can have a pickle and then I can eat ice cream and then I can have spaghetti and then I'll drink milk. Like, yeah. Like my stomach just like really just takes it all in. So I'm kind of gross with eating sometimes. I was going to say, I feel like you couldn't have both. You were going to have to have something with your digestive tract or something. (laughs) If you had a strong stomach and you could hold your pee, like nobody's business, you're basically wonder woman. Like I, I should work that way be in Nathan's hot dog eating competition. Good. <laughs> this is it. This is now your next business venture. They'll just sit you on a chair that has like a porta potty under it already. Yeah. And you're just yeah. like, well, I'm going to pee my way out of this, but I can eat whatever I want here. Yeah. Maybe your exactly. stomach is pressing down on your bladder. Maybe you have reverse Kobayashi and it's just like sitting at the wrong spot. My bladder stretches and it goes upwards, hits my stomach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I'm not, I'm not, and I'm, I'm not anally clean. Like I don't, uh, I'll leave a dish overnight and I'll clean it in the morning, but my apartment isn't a pigsty by any means, but I I have lived with people that are extremely anal that they, I I can't even leave a hair on a sink without them yelling. They're they're like, you left your hair on here. And I'm like, Oh shit. Sorry. It's, I just took a shower. You know, one of those things where I was like, so OCD that the only way she was going to be able to like live with somebody is if they had the same cleaning habits as her, but I wouldn't say it's like anything weird that I can think of. Yeah. I guess you'd have to live with someone to truly find out. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. And that's why you have to, I I think that you should, at least if you're very serious with somebody, you should move in, see what they're doing, see what they're, yeah. See what they're into. You know, you need to bring this argument to your mother. Be like, this is it. I have to, you know, I've, I've told her that before. I was like, but don't you like want to know what they're doing? Like how they sleep, like, you know, like all these weird patterns that you could only catch if you're with them, like 24 seven living with them, you know? And she's like, I, I see that. I don't know. It's just the Bible or whatever she's referencing (laughs) the Bible. (laughs) Read this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I lived with a guy platonically, like I had a male roommate and I think my problem with his hair is truly when a hair leaves a guy's body, it's automatically a pube Mm -hmm. because he has short hair. So I would be like, is this from his beard? Is this from his head? Is this a pube all the time? And I'd be like, did he cut his pube? You know, it's just like a Mm. whole thing. Yeah. He also put red wine in the fridge, which it just bothered me on just an aesthetic level. (laughs) That is interesting. And if you like your wine chilled, just put an ice cube in it. If it's wet, right? But yeah, and there are some red wines that could be chilled, but this felt like he just didn't know. And his decor really bothered me in his room. I was like, you got to shut the door, dude. (laughs) I can't see this. I don't want to see a Bruins flag. What's with the flags? What's with the flags? How about we move it up a level and put it in a frame or something? I don't know. But the flags, my boyfriend has five flags in his apartment. And we're not talking small little wave them in your hand flags. We're talking massive bed sheet flags. That is men's curtains. Yeah. It is their duvet cover. It is their art. It's everything. Yeah. Flags are fucking everything like for row blanket. Yeah. All everything. What are I'm they flags kidding. of? Like five. Are they all different sports teams? Are they states? Are they? <clears throat> yeah. He's, he's Italian. I really have a thing for Italian. So it's a massive Italian flag, massive American flag. Uh, he's from upstate New York. So it's a lot of New York teams. And then his roommate loves the sharks, which is a hockey team. So we've got a fat shark uh, flag up too. I mean, just flag, flag, flag. If you walk in there, you don't even know what nationality you are. You don't know what team you're rooting for. You don't even know what state you're in. There's just, just so many Benigans at that point. Yeah. They've got a neon sign that just says Pat's blue ribbon. You're like, okay, I'm at fucking wild wings, Buffalo. Like, I don't, yeah, you're, you're at a sports bar at that point. Does he also have beanbag chairs? He, he doesn't, but he has the, uh, a hand-me-down couch that 
looks like it has been around the corner a couple of times. Like it has, it has worked the corner. It has seen better days. <laughs> he needs to be donated to a sperm bank. <laughs> he does have a bed frame though. And that shit counts. It, it does really count. does. I mean, I currently don't have one cause it's late, <laughs> but it's when a guy has a bed frame, you're like, yeah. Okay, you're ready for children. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I, I was the one to tell him that. I was like, listen, and I, if I, if I meet a guy and he doesn't have a bed frame on, it's okay. I see a future with us. Let me just let you know that a bed frame is cool. And if he like considers it, all right, all right, we can move forward. We can move forward with this. You yeah. know, is it a headboard or just a bed frame? Um, it's a bed frame with the headboard attached. Nice. Good. Okay. So he's ready. Oh, oh yeah. If you're just sleeping on a fucking mattress. It's a GTG, A, B, C, D, F, G, gotta go. Like we gotta get the fuck. Uh, yeah. If you're sleeping on an air mattress or just a mattress on the floor, like what is that? I gotta say, I well, my Casper bed frame has not come in. It's a week and a half late, but I have a mattress on the floor and okay. I do feel like a fuck boy. I feel like I should be fucking every night with a new girl. True. Now I also have seen some aesthetics. Like I could see like Bella Hadid, like living that like free lifestyle. And if her like bed was on the floor, I'd be like, see, that's cool. <laughs> but it's only like far and few between people that could, you really catch because that vibe. You, you know, know, though, her bed is like $40,000. So <laughs> yeah. it's supposed to be on the floor. That $40,000 yeah. thing was designed to never touch a bed frame. It's not yeah. like she just got like a Serta and put it on the ground. She's like, it's fine. It works. Like, yes, this was very much designed to be this way to be yeah like m rada she could be sleeping on the floor because i feel like it would just be that vagabond airy lifestyle with her hot body that she could just lay on that mattress on the floor it's kind of like tattoos it's like if yes. you have a lot of them you're either very rich or very poor it's like bed yeah. on the floor you're either super rich or you're a guy who's stuck in his adolescence there's no <laughs> so in true there's no in between uh Okay, so we do this thing called, um, I, I'll say a fetish, and then you guys have to guess what it is. Fetishes. Did you guys watch Sex Life? No, but you were in the past like three days, I've heard multiple people mention it. So now I think I have to go home and do just that. Yeah, it's the ending just kind of, I don't know. I'm Team Cooper, but you know. Okay. That's all what is Sex Life on? It's Netflix. on HBO. Oh, okay. <laughs> or no, actually, wait, no, I'm stupid. It's on, it is on Netflix. It's like sex slash life. I gotta watch it then. It's such a crazy premise. It's actually based on a true story, but like there's a couple things that are not true about it, but for the most part, it's mostly based on a true story. Um, but yeah, it's it's like a typical suburban mom that misses her old life and her like sex capades. And she's but she's married to legit the hottest, sweetest, most honest man. And you're just wondering like why she has doubts about her marriage. Sp- speaking of our our conversation, it's like long term, how do we know this is gonna work out? Yeah, watch Sex Life. It's crazy. God, that's and so everyone's talking about episode three, the shower scene with the dick. Yeah, but apparently the- it's like very much a prosthetic. It's been you think so. I've heard it from a couple of like different sources or like gossip sites that are like, no, I know someone that dated that guy. Like, because oh. some I was talking about it yesterday with some friends, and they're like, it goes down to his knees, and every single girl is like, <laughs> I don't know how that. I don't think so. I. The woman who is like the main character in the show, she actually dates the man with the schlong in real life. Like they actually met on the show and they like fully are in love. So I'm always, whenever I watch the show, I'm like, God, she's actually fucking that schlong in real life. Like, whoa, but it is prosthetic. Thank God to hear that. Right. (laughs) 
She doesn't even jump at all anymore. Yeah. <laughs> she has to glide while she walks because there's just no room for error there. <laughs> no picking up her feet. With no, that one. no, not at all. Oh my God. Okay. Well, this fetish is called hybristophilia. Hybristophilia. Do you guess first or me? Either one of you can guess. Yeah, I don't know. I never get them right. So your chance is to sell. Hybris. I'm going to go with like hybrid, but that that's leading me nowhere actually. So they really uh, get turned on by Priuses. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Um, hybris. Bris from the Latin root of, <laughs> I uh, have literally no idea. Hybris. Um, you have a thing for having sex at little baby's brisses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I am beyond oh, yes. shocked. I thought I had that one. <laughs> no, it's a, uh, an arousal to harden criminals. So like a- all the women that love Ted Bundy. Yes. Like true crime addict. Oh. Or oh I God. think okay. it's women who love guys who are that hard to get. They're behind. <laughs> They're like locked up. Yeah. Like there are women who write letters to prisoners. It's the, like the forbidden fruit. And they're like, I have to wait a hundred years for him to get out so we can be together. Uh, exactly. Right. Or I maybe can... you just want someone who you can talk to. Like, do you know the Menendez brothers? Did you ever hear that story? No. The Menendez brothers were these two rich kids in LA who killed their parents pretty brutally. And then oh they God. almost got away with it, but then they were spending their money so fast in a way that was very suspicious. And then it turns out the dad had been molesting the kids their whole life. So it was a very sad story. Oh but my God. One of the Menendez brothers got married twice while he was in prison. Like he met one woman, got married, and then met another woman and got married. And it's like, how? 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 There are people that like never get proposed to, yet these brothers, this one guy is getting, getting married twice. Yeah. Yeah. How do you even, I actually met a woman. Uh, she hurt like she's like she actually was able to get this guy he was falsely accused but she she like she was out she was a free woman he was in jail now they live like happily ever after and she like proposed to him while he was in jail you know this woman yeah we like i actually interviewed her and we like talked to her about her story and she's like the the ju- the the justice system is fucked and she like fought for him and he he like was wrongly accused of something that he didn't even do so she actually was right and everything but um, yeah, her story is crazy because you're just like, but there's so many other people out there. And but she like really fought for him. Yeah. How did they even meet? They actually worked together in a restaurant like years before. And um, she had just had so many bad relationships. And so she like randomly saw his story come up and she saw that he was in jail. And she's like, oh, my God, that's my friend. So she went to go visit him. And then uh, she like had this like longing for him, she says. So she would like go and visit him a lot. And then she realized she's like, oh my God, I'm in love with you. So then he was released early because of the pandemic and she lived in an efficiency apartment. And so she like invited him to live with her and they've been living together ever since in this like efficiency apartment and like loving each other. Wild. Meanwhile, (laughs) meanwhile, I'm like a fucking voice. You're on hinge. You're not even looking in the right spot. They need like a con person (laughs) dating app. And then you're visiting guys in prison and being like, look, I have a one bedroom (laughs) that once you're out of here, baby, (laughs) it's you and me all the room. I mean, talk about going through, you know, like there are love songs, like I would do anything for you. And this girl literally yes. bought the yeah. bought justice the- system. She went to court hearings for him. 
and there's their pictures so cute together, but I'm also like, God damn, like that was so hard of you. Like that was just insane, but he must love her like none other, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I would fucking hope so. I would. Right. He's probably going to cheat on her, but that's just, (laughs) that's just my bleak view of everything. I would never have faith in a man again. I think if I, if that man cheated on me and I, I got him out of the prison system. Yeah. But that's actually a pretty, a beautiful story that she helped him. I do hope that they get married soon and I do hope that they stay together forever. Cause that's, that's beautiful. That's absolutely. I hope you get invited to the wedding. Same. I do too. I think it's going to be very small because just of the situation. He was in think- prison and doesn't know that many people. <laughs> correct. Correct. I think it's going to be really small get together. Maybe. <laughs> also, they had to spend so much money on like the court and stuff and everything. And he like has back payment. So yeah, I, I would know. love to go. I'm dying to go to a wedding. My friends are like, my friend has seven weddings this season. And I'm like, okay, um, do, are you guys going to weddings? Like out of the ass? I, I have like one have wedding that coming up next year. Three in the next four months or so. What? Because they all got postponed. So yeah. now they're just kind of stacked. Boom, 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 boom. I guess. Two of them really are two days apart. So Jesus Christ. It's happening. So, and yeah, it's just like, it's everybody wow. that had to reschedule and find a new time. So it's like, okay. right. But then it's just all the people that also like got quarantined together and loved each other. Those I'll be going to, I'm sure next year. So it's just, you know, well, we probably don't have time for this, but I am super interested to know about these people that had COVID relationships and they, they're far surpassed what I'm at in my four-year relationship. Like my boyfriend and I haven't even, we've like thought about how, like how many kids do you want? Like as a cute conversation, but we've, he's never even remotely said like, you're the woman of my dreams. I want to make you my wife. But these people, they've been together for nine months, cooped up in an apartment, ordering in and they're getting married. Yeah. You know, I got to say, I got into a pretty <laughs> quick three-month relationship and yeah. it moved so fast. He lived with me for a hot sec. We got married, went on a vacation, yeah. had kids in our mind and got a divorce within three months. So it, it, what okay. goes up must come down. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering how fast these are going to be. I'm like, there's no way. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for them, but I'm also baffled. But yeah. I think too, because if you met before the pandemic, you have a pretty you know, the rhythm of your relationship. So you're moving at yeah. a normal pace. You're moving at the same yes. pace you've been moving at. Yeah. Whereas yes. if you've met during the pandemic, it just moved faster than other relationships because you're spending all your time together. And so it, it started you had no other distraction. Yeah, like, exactly. You couldn't meet anybody else. So here they are. Yeah. I just so many people, they have like become insanely in love with one another. And I just watched that they're doing like movie montages. They're, they're like editing videos together on Instagram of their new boyfriend. They've got like Celine Dion as the music bed underneath. And I'm like, okay, you guys have known each other for maybe 10 months. Let's pump the brakes. And it's all the pictures they've like gone to like Sweden together. I'm like, how, there, there was like literally a no travel ban. How are you guys yeah. <laughs> in Sweden? I, 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 I'm, I'm actually like baffled at these relationships. I don't understand. It's, it's beyond me. I think. Yeah. But as someone who was in one, uh, it, yeah, so you get it. It, it moves very toxic. fast. Yeah. It, it gets toxic quick. Let me just say that. So I wouldn't be too, uh, jealous of that. True. <laughs> I, true. See, I see people happy who've known each other for five months. I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. Cute. Cute. Give it another three years, Bethany. I'm telling yeah. you, I'm telling you, it's no longer cute. Although I comfortably fart in front of my boyfriend now. And I love it. I love it. I don't ever want to go back to the dating, but Ugh. all the more reason to stay, right? It's like, I just have a safe space to fart. I can't, what am I supposed to do? Why give that up? 
Why give that up? Yeah, as you get older, like I went on a Tinder or not, I went on a Bumble date and the guy, he clearly farted. (laughs) I just, you know, it's a couple years ago that would bother me, but I was like at the point where I'm like, you know, it happens. Yeah. (laughs) That's how old I am. I'm like, it happens. (laughs) You know, sometimes you just can't help it. I understand it. I'm like, rip it. I like, you know, some guys just don't like women to fart, but that's just not my guy. I know. I know. There's some guys who are like, I don't believe women poop. I'm like, okay, buddy, wrap it up. Pack up your stuff. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, I- you're like dripping <laughs> as you walk to the bathroom. Meanwhile, I pee like, my pants right go now, out. So joke's on you. <laughs> yeah. And last thing, do you have one secret you don't want your mom to know? Yes. I thought about this one long and hard. Um, Speaking of loose bowel movements, uh, this one time I was in San Diego, I was, uh, visiting some old college roommates and, uh, we were at this really fun, uh, club and there was a, a bouncer. She looked like a lot of fun. Uh, and we invited her back to the house cause we were going to purchase, uh, illegal contraband off of her. So I, uh, I believed her when she said that she was selling us this type of illegal contraband. So I purchased it, uh, and, uh, I did it. And the next morning I straight up shit my pants. I mean, there wasn't, there was no, there was no warning. We all were just sitting around eating our bagels and I, (laughs) I legitimately just felt something warm in my pants. And I was like, guys, I just shit myself. And it was, it was a talk of the weekend, you know, it made the weekend, but, uh, it just means that whatever we purchased was not pure. It was, uh, I don't even know what, what was in it. Laxatives. But, um, it was cut with laxatives. Wait, probably. So what was probably. the drug you were trying to buy? If you don't mind that, that I won't even, I don't even need to go into it's, it's like, it, which is actually, it's not, do you take not, it or do you snort it? <laughs> you snort it. You snort it. Yeah, I, I haven't heard of many people snorting something and that releasing something, especially with <laughs> if you have a stomach of a steel trap. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, wow, this is uh, this must have really affected me. Okay. That must have been a really humbling moment. You're like, ah, OK, this is what <laughs> the normies experience. I'm not sensible. <laughs> Weird. Right. Right. Like Taco Bell, stomach of steel. Nothing comes through this, you know, Dorito Loco Taco. I got it. But that whatever I had was, yeah cut with something something other than so that's not my proudest moment you know because my stomach couldn't handle it obviously yeah well that's (laughs) god saying don't do drugs you know that is kids if you're out there um just do do the good ones (laughs) yeah if you're gonna do drugs spend a lot of money on them yeah (laughs) (laughs) don't cut corners wait so did any of your friends shit their pants or were you like the golden child i was the golden child i was the only one and i was like really confused by it and i i was like wait we all we all purchased from that bouncer right like when she okay so just making sure uh, so yeah, I don't know what happened with me. I don't know. Amazing. We did have, we did have like s- classic San Diego burritos though after. So maybe just like my stomach was just like, this is it pal. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's something I just like, yeah. My mom was like, how was the trip? And I was like, it was amazing. <laughs> we <laughs> had burritos. my laundry. Don't- <laughs> <laughs> I threw those pants. I threw every, I was like, it's so grossed out. I was like, I am throwing all this stuff out and I have to go purchase some new pajamas. So I yeah. shit my pants, uh, not recent, uh, I, you know, <laughs> I, I shit my pants closer to this age than I would like to admit. And it yeah. is a feeling of like, wow, I, it's, <laughs> you really rethink like a lot of, a lot moment, of, yeah. A moment of silence. You're like, ah, okay. You know, when you're trying to be like flirty with a guy, that thought always comes back in my head. It's like, bitch, you shit your pants. How do you yeah. think you could be sexy? Like it all, it's like this, like evil devil thought in my head. That's what comes up, you know? 
Yeah, guys, like, do you have lingerie? I'm like, no, I don't. Of course not. I shit my pants <laughs> as an adult. Does that sound like a responsible thing for me to own, sir? Let's right. be honest. My body doesn't deserve lingerie. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> be a mess. I, I, I have purchased lingerie, but then, yeah, I put it on and I'm like, hmm. Well, fair enough. Okay, well, thank you so much for doing this. This is so fun. Wow. Uh, I, I just had like a full-on combo, like a, like a best friend combo. I'm just like having the yeah. best time. I hope your boyfriend hears this and you guys work out. <laughs> or we instigate that conversation in a different direction, you know, just trying to help. Just yeah. trying to torpedo any relationship I can. My next focus is Skylar. I like people to be single around me. I'm a jealous <laughs> bitch. Thank you for this self-discovery. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Uh, do you want to plug your handles and anything else you have coming up? You can find me at Andrea Lopez Comedy, Instagram and TikTok. And I will be coming on the uh, Drew Barrymore Banana Moors comedy show. It's all digital, but if you check out Drew Barrymore show on YouTube, I'll have my set coming out, I think in the next week or so, but I haven't gotten the confirmation, but amazing. Nice. I think that's it. Yeah. So yeah. that's coming up. And, um, I keep, I, I post a lot of stories on Instagram, so you can keep me up, keep updated with my life on there and my shitting escapades. <laughs> Great. Do you want to <laughs> say goodbye as Jennifer Coolidge? I wanted to hear this one too. Oh, of course. Oh, God, I hope you enjoyed all the stories that Andrea had to share. And uh, it's Sunday right now. We're recording and I'm going to go enjoy myself a nice plate of Norwegian salmon. Amazing. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.